Well, hello everyone. My name is Jared Causey, and you're listening to Causey's Conversations. We are back today, and um, as you can see or hear, actually, not see, you can't see anything uh, here in this podcast, but um, as you can probably tell and, and you've heard, the intro of this podcast is um, is a bit new. It's not a new song for sure, but it's a um, it's probably a familiar song to most of you guys. <clears throat> uh, but it's a new song for for this podcast, and that's because today is my first ever sports edition of the Causey's Conversations podcast. So big shout out to the group that I helped create, co-create. It's called Baptist Sports. If you haven't checked it out yet, go ahead and do so. Just type in Facebook, uh, Baptist Sports, um, and uh, you can join. I'll meet either me or John Robert Phillips or Wyatt uh, Hall. We'll, um, we'll, either one of us will uh, approve you there, and uh, glad to have you. Uh, we, we really enjoyed, um, we enjoy the group uh, quite a bit, most of us anyway, that are in, in the group. There's uh, several uh, members that post a lot, comment a lot, and we've gotten a lot more members over over the t- over time. I mean, as time has went on, our numbers numbers have consistently went up, and uh, it's really cool. It's, it's a cool way to fellowship. It's a cool way to you know, just kind of bond with other believers over sports. And yeah, things get kind of you know heated a little bit every now and then because you know sports is so popular in in our culture. So people have strong opinions. So. Uh, for example, in the group, one big conversation that always comes up is who's better, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Of course, if you know me, if you've hung around with me at all, you'll know I have a pretty strong opinion on that. Um, I, of course, believe Michael uh, Jordan was a much better player. Um, in fact, I think there are several players better than LeBron. And I think I have a good, pretty good reason to think think that. And even though there have a few, a few members in there that... Would disagree. I still love them and uh, still be friends. Um, and hopefully one day they will see the the uh, light and they'll come o- come on over to the right side of things on that on that conversation. A lot of people get heated on that. Um, I used to get a little bit more heated on it than I I do now. Like now I'm just like, look, we're you know it's just a conversation. Let's start. You know who's better. You know. You can't, I guess, objectively prove it necessarily, but it seems pretty clear to me. If you know anything about the sport, you'll you'll obviously think Michael's better. Michael is just a better ball handler, better scorer, better defender. I mean, LeBron definitely is a great player, so I'm not taking away anything from him. I just think Michael's a better player uh, for sure. In fact, though, I don't think Michael's the goat. This is my hot take, kind of uh, that I like to to throw around a little bit. I believe Larry Bird's the goat, and actually, a lot of people. I mean, I've actually met a lot of people that agree with that. Um, and the reason I agree with it, here's how I explain it to people. And when I explain it like this, most people at least understand where I'm coming from. Um, so it's you know it, it, it makes sense to them. But Larry Bird was a very skilled player. He was not an athletic player. Michael is athletic. LeBron is athletic. I mean, today you have. I mean, athleticism in today's league is just so much better. It's just the evolution of the sport. Um, there's a lot of a lot more guys that can jump out of the building than there used to be. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that the player is better, though. That's what people, I think, understand, don't understand is that just because you're more athletic doesn't mean you're automatically better. I mean, that definitely helps, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the person's better. Because, for example, you know, Kobe and Bird, let's compare them to you real quick. I believe Bird is way better than Kobe. Uh, but, you know, 
obviously Kobe was way more athletic. Even when Kobe was like 40 years old playing in the league, he was still he was still uh, more um, probably able to move around better than than Bird was on his best day. Now, if you ever ever watch Bird play in a game, you will see what I'm talking about. The dude could do anything he wanted to do to a defense, and it had nothing to do with athleticism. He could shoot over anyone, around anyone, pass around anyone, dribble, I mean, defend pretty much anyone. Um, he could, I mean, he guarded Michael Jordan at certain points and was able to keep up with him a little bit. Michael was obviously um, a lot more, um, a lot more athletic, and it was harder for Bird to, to guard him. Um, that's, I mean, defense is a big part of uh, athleticism is a big part of defense, of course. Uh, you know, just strength, overall strength. And Bird had more strength than he did, you know, uh, quickness and and uh, speed. But anyway, so that's my personal hot take. Bird's the goat. If you want to. Um, find out more about why. Just um, message me if you care that much. I'm sure most people don't. Um, I mean, we all have our opinions in sports, but this is um, this podcast today is going to be primarily about the NBA. I'm, I'm most passionate about the NBA just because I keep up with it the most. Um, I enjoy the sport of basketball the most. Uh, college basketball, I enjoy a lot. I just it's harder for me to get into it just because players lead you know lead the, the the league and they either enter into the NBA or you know they're done. Um, and so it's kind of hard for me to to um, to keep up with that just because there's not as much story involved. Um, but I do enjoy watching college basketball. Uh, my favorite team is North Carolina for sure. Uh, North Carolina Tar Heels. I like LSU as well. I root for them too. Um, and of course, McNeese, McNeese State University. I enjoy watching them whenever I can catch them on ESPN. On the um, I have the ESPN app. I watch as many games as I can. Uh, Duke is really impressive. I cannot stand Duke, but Duke is doing really well this year. I watched the Louisville game. Duke like came back from a twenty point lead. They were down like twenty and like with five minutes left in the fourth quarter, and they came back and and smoked Louisville. That was crazy. Um, I was I was really impressed with Duke there. Um, they were just they just you know kind of outsmarted and outsight uh, the the Louisville folks there. Um, it was still a good game. Um, and then LSU, of course, they beat top five ranked uh, Kentucky. A lot of people say that they shouldn't have won, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, Louisiana uh, Louisiana sports fans can could use a break right now from the Saints, that Saints play. I mean, it's no secret. That was a terrible call. Now, a lot of people will say, well, they should have been in the Super Bowl, and I get the reasoning behind that statement, but at the same time, um, the the Saints still could have won despite that play. That's what I try to try to tell people. Like that was that one play did not keep them from winning the game, and I think I hope most people will at least agree with that. Um, not saying the Saints um, absolutely like deserved that entire situation, what it was done to them. That I understand the the outrage behind that. I'm not a Saints fan. I do not like the Saints. In fact, I, I cannot stand the Saints, primarily because of the fans. Because I feel like the fans are a little crazy, too crazy. In fact, they're a little bit more crazy than the Cowboys fans right now. To be honest, I'm just being honest. Um, now, um, I'm not a, a tremendously huge NFL fan. I will keep up with it. Uh, college football, I'll keep up with that too. Uh, so those are, but my main sport is NBA. That's that's the kind of sport I keep up with the most. And I've get, gotten into UFC a lot lately. Um, shout out to my 
old roommate, James Cosgrove. Um, he's probably not listening to this because he usually doesn't listen to podcasts, but um, if he is, what's up, James? Um, but yeah, now, like, he got me into UFC last year. Um, I just started watching UFC a lot. Um, my favorite fighter, like, honestly, I'm a little bit kind of a bandwagon right now because I'm just now getting into it. But I really like Conor McGregor. I really like watching him fight. Anderson Silva is amazing. He is like 43 years old, and he is still doing what he should do. I mean, he is kicking tail still, man. Like I, I watched him last weekend. He lost, but he fought one of the best up and comer, up and up and coming fighters in the UFC, and he. I mean, could have won that easily. Um, he was right there with him. So it was so close. I mean, it's like, think of like, he's like basically the Tom Brady or LeBron James of, of UFC kind of right now. Um, a lot of people think he's the best of all time. Um, John Jones is another really good one. I haven't watched him as much, but he's very impressive. If you've watched him before, you'll you'll know what I'm saying. He's about, he's about to fight again uh, March 2nd. I forgot who he's fighting, but I'm definitely going to be watching that. So UFC I've been getting into, uh, but NBA is kind of the primary sport I watch and keep up with. Right now is the um, we're in the midst of the NBA All-Star Weekend. It's going to be it starts tonight actually. Um, they've been doing like you know practices and press media coverage um, since maybe yesterday I guess. But uh, tonight it's like the celebrity game, all the Rising Star game, and all that. I'll probably watch a little bit of it. It's going to be starting I think at seven. Um, if not, I'll, I'll skip the celebrity game. It's kind of boring to be honest, but it's still kind of fun to watch at times. Uh, the rising star, you know, game is, is pretty cool to watch too. Um, I remember watching it last year and it was, it was pretty entertaining. Um, it get, it got a little bit boring at times, but the main fun starts on Saturday nights with the three point challenge. I enjoy watching that, the, the dunk contest and then. Um, the skill challenge, um, that's that's always kind of a fun one to watch, but the, the game is on Sunday night. So um, they've done things a little bit different the past two years, uh, two seasons. Um, instead of, um, like, you know, the fans and the players and coaches and stuff vote for, you know, who's in the, in the, in it, um, in, in the starting five in, on the teams. Instead of doing that like they usually do, what they'll do is they'll vote, but the – the two top um, two top players in the East and in the West that were chosen, the, the most votes they got that were received, um, are the they're the captain. They're going to be the captain of the of each team, East and West, and then they get to pick who is going to be on their team. They they actually aired the um, they aired the draft um, this this year, so it was really cool. I enjoyed watching that. Um, I got to, to watch the uh, replay of it actually, and uh, they start off with picking the top five. The start or starting five, of course, the captains are in the starting five. But then they so they picked four players and they picked the reserves. And then this year they had two special positions: um, one for the East, one for the West, um, which is uh, Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki. And this is kind of like they're they're older and they're about to retire, so they kind of saved um, up that. Um, that last spot uh, on each team for them, just as an honorary um, honorary position. I thought that was cool. That was actually Adam, Adam Silver's uh, doing. Um, I don't know if he came up with that, but like he's the one that implemented it. Like he said, you know, no, we're gonna, we're going to do this this year. So kudos to him for doing that. Um, so that's what's going on right now. We're they people think usually this is the mid like the mid uh, 
midpoint of the season, but it's actually kind of right now we have about 25 games left in the season. Um, so the, the conferences are kind of shaping up for the playoff race. Right now, um, at the top of the East, you have the Bucks, you have the Raptors, you have the Pacers, Celtics, you have the 76ers, and then you have some more teams. I think um, I think Brooklyn's up there. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not exactly sure everyone, uh, all the spots, but um, that's kind of um, looking right now, actually. So... Um, so yeah, like like I said, first Bucks, second Raptors, third Pacers, fourth Celtics, fifth 76ers, sixth is, is the Brooklyn Nets, which is amazing. Like <laughs> that is crazy. Like uh, that's something that I don't hear a lot about. Uh, the Hornets are seventh, and then um, the Pistons are eighth. So that's the top eight. Uh, last is of course the Knicks. Poor New York. I mean, however, they just trade Porzingis and they got some young guys in uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Um, uh, DeAndre John, uh, Jordan, um, and then I think you know who knows what's going to happen next year. Uh, there's rumors going around that KD is going to be heading that way, and Kyrie, and maybe Jimmy Butler, but we'll see. Um, I would like to see the Knicks get a, a competitive team. Uh, you know, I'd like to see them at the top again. Um, it's been such a long time. Um, so uh, Western Conference first is uh, the Warriors, of course. I mean, they're they're doing really well right now. Um, uh, I mean, they would probably say they're they're kind of uh, they're they're not satisfied with what they're doing because they've lost a few games uh, recently. But I mean, the last um, I think the last ten games are eight and two, so that's really good. Uh, Nuggets is their second, which is crazy too. Like the Nuggets, you don't think of as like a top tier team in in the NBA, but they are this year. The the Thunder, which is kind of I, I feel like a normal thing. Uh, Thunder, they usually kind of. Um, Kind of, they will creep up there in the top five or something like that. Usually, Trailblazers, Rockets, Jazz, Spurs, Clippers, and then notice the Lakers, led by LeBron James, is they're not there yet. They're not in the playoff picture right now. They're still a few games behind, um, so they're gonna have to knock. They're gonna have to uh, knock out a few um, before that happens. Um, knock out, knock out a few people. Um, get ahead of them. So. Um, my take on this, so like in 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 retrospect with what's going on in the NBA, the rumors, Anthony Davis might be um, will probably end up uh, either getting traded this at the end of the season or something. We'll see. Um, you know, the Lakers I think are kind of have a dis- disappointing season for sure. Um, they're not doing as well as people have thought. A lot of people. I mean, I picked them to finish around fifth or sixth. That's what I said, and I still think they could possibly get up there into the, you know, eighth or seventh seed. But uh, right now, it looks like they're going to be fighting for the, a playoff spot, um, you know, unless something crazy happens. Um, but yeah, I, I think the Lakers could have had a better season. I think LeBron being injured, it was definitely a factor. He was out for like, like nineteen games, I think, is what it it was. Um, so I mean, he's he's still playing really well. LeBron is. Um, he's you know, I've I've been watching him over the past few seasons, um, obviously, and as an NBA fan, you gotta you gotta pay attention to LeBron uh, quite a bit, and he has not looked the same this year. I, I mean, even the beginning of the season, even though he was, you know, averaging pretty good statistics, um, pretty good stats, uh, he I thought he was struggling. Um, he doesn't look like himself like normal. He still looks great. I mean, he he's still a great player. Um, but I think I think the best player in the NBA is kind of I've I've been saying this for a while. I think KD has that title now. KD is a 
an amazing player. I just uh, I people love LeBron. I get that, and LeBron is one of the greatest of all time. But to me, people disrespect Katie way too much, and that conversation. People just kind of. I mean, they assume that since that since you know LeBron has more kind of more weapons. You know, he has more weapons in his in his pocket. He can pass. He can shoot a little bit. He can score uh, well. Um, he can. Um, rebound. Um, I mean, KD is just as a good of a, a re- rebounder as, as LeBron. Um, KD has improved dramatically in his passing. Uh, I've been watching him, and he just he's a much better, uh, better passer than he used to be. Not saying he's better than LeBron at passing, um, but he's a better defender. LeBron does not play defense anymore, like at all. Um, so KD has that, like that entire side of the ball. Like that's fifty percent of the game right there is KD's. Um, I mean, Katie's better. So the only thing that I really can objectively say that LeBron's better at is passing. Um, Katie's a way better scorer. I mean, way, way better scorer right now. And I think he's a better scorer in general, like career-wise. Katie is going to go down as one of the best scorers of all time. Um, I wouldn't say he's a better scorer than Michael. I think I still think Michael is the best scorer of all time. Um, however, Katie can score any way he wants. Um, LeBron does not have that ability. LeBron cannot shoot the ball that well. I mean, he, he's, he's a decent sco- uh, shooter. So, I mean, technically he can score that way, but it's not automatic like KD. KD can drive. Um, I will say KD cannot drive as good as LeBron. LeBron has the strength, so he's able to kind of overcome that. Um, that contact, not like uh, KD can't do that, of course. He He's... Probably I don't know how much he weighs, but it's not that much. Um, however, KD can shoot. He can handle the ball. In my opinion, handle the ball better than LeBron, and um, you know he commits less turnovers um, than LeBron. I'm not sure how else you can objectively prove who's a better ball handler unless just looking at them. But um, either way, I think <clears throat> I think KD's an overall better player. And honestly, in the all-time ranking, I think Katie's going to go down as one of the top ten greatest of all time. Um, I've always, I've always said that I thought KD is going to be one of the best. Now, what people say is, well, he joined a seventy-three and nine team, the Warriors. Um, yes, he did. That does not affect his skill, though. Just because someone makes a career move like that does not determine their skill set or how good they are. It just reflects maybe. Um, their competitive nature, possibly. But the thing is, LeBron did the same thing. Essentially, uh, people say it's a di- you know, oh, that's different. You know, he he got his he got his friends together, you know, um, to to beat the his enemies. But but KD joined his enemies to beat his friends. I get the narrative, the p- paying that na- narrative. The thing is, though, is is Dwayne Wade and LeBron, they were friends maybe, but they weren't like. Sound <laughs> like they were like playing together all the time and all, all that. Like, it wasn't it wasn't that kind of relationship yet. Uh, that didn't happen until they actually became teammates. Yes, LeBron took Bosh, took Wade, joined the Heat, and they beat the Celtics, obviously, eventually, an aging Celtics. But the, the point is still this. LeBron still went to a much better team. Whether or not it was he was helping gather together that team and, and establish it, whether it's already established. Either way, LeBron still went to a better situation, um, still had the um, deck stacked in favor of him. And, um, and in the East, his the Heat were were destroying everyone in that in, in that conference. Then, I mean, literally, when when LeBron was over there in the East, the other teams that really 
um, played, you know, were very competitive were the, the Chicago Bulls with um, Derrick Rose. That was like 2011, 2012, I believe. Um, and um, the Pacers, um, the Raptors to, I mean, Paul George with the Pacers and the, the Raptors with uh, Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. The Celtics, even though they, had, well, they I mean, only recently they've, they've had um, Isaiah Thomas, um, but even, but you know, before that, you had the big three with Ray, Ray Allen, um, Kevin Garnett, and then Paul Pierce. However, they were really old. Um, so, I mean, you know, I mean, they weren't, they weren't, they already won a championship together. They were already on their last leg, and, you know, LeBron took them down with, with his buddies. I mean, the thing is, LeBron had just as much, if not better, firepower in his pocket as uh, the Celtics did. So, anyway, either way, you know, LeBron has, consistently done the same thing as KD, really. Um, he'll leave one team to go to a better situation. Now, this move from the Cavs to the Lakers, um, this, this being his first year, is a different situation because him coming this year, I mean, obviously he's come to a team that's not as um, not stacked. It's definitely not stacked. It's a group of it's a, a bunch of young players that are just trying to figure things out on the go. I mean, it really isn't that great of a team. It's they're okay, decent. I mean, they can they can definitely challenge some teams and do really well, but they're just so inconsistent. They're they're really immature right now. So I get when people say you know LeBron is the narrative now is LeBron is always going to a team that's you know not that good and he's making it better. Well, that's not exactly what's happened throughout his career. So anyway, KD, uh, even though like you know you might say Le- KD um, did something weak, LeBron did the same thing. He did something weak as well. So I don't think that's a very good. I mean, for people, if they're gonna say, well, LeBron did something weak too, and and KD, whatever, fine. But you better say LeBron's not one of the top best players of all time because he did that. Um, however, I mean, I, I think that's dumb. I think that you know. LeBron did what he did. He's still as good as he would have been. Um, same thing with KD. So it's gonna maybe it might hurt his legacy. You know, LeBron's legacy I think is hurt a little bit because of his decision to go to Miami. Um, but KD I think will make another move to a different uh, different team. Um, and I think it's gonna be a much different situation than when he went to the Warriors. I think it's going to be a team, you know, it's going to be like the Knicks or something like that, um, you know, that isn't that good, um, but maybe could add maybe uh, Katie and one other player, and then they would become a playoff contending team. So we'll see how that wraps up. I'm really interested in seeing where, where KD goes. Clay Thompson is also going to be a free agent. Um, I, I believe that's it for the – maybe – is, I don't remember Draymond's going to be a free agent. I, I've forgotten that. Um, I forgot if he's going to be a free agent. But we know KD, um, Kawhi will be. AD will probably be moved somewhere else. Um, Kyrie as well. Jimmy Butler. Those are all going to be free agents, I believe. So we have a very large, a very, very large um, free agent pool here. So we'll see what happens. You know, I'm interested in seeing where everybody goes. Um, I think um, I think what LeBron needs is he obviously needs one more superstar and then one more kind of all star star or whatever. So someone like AD and then like Clay Thompson, like that would be the best thing that he would need if he gets that. Like give them the NBA championship already because 
um, that no one's going to take that team down unless there's a new super team formed in the East. You know, if like KD, if KD, Kyrie, and then like Jimmy Butler kind of you know came together, I think they could can maybe challenge that. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. That, that'd be hard. Um, so we'll see how that all that pans out. Um, this year, though, I mean, like it looks like the Warriors are going to be taking the NBA championship uh, trophy home to to San Francisco. Um, but you know, you never know. We we said the same thing last year, and they almost got beat by the Rockets um, in, in Game Seven. So um, I'm I'm not sure what's going to happen there for sure. I hate making predictions like that for sure. But I mean, you if you look at the data, you look at how they're playing, who's hot right now. I mean, it looks like. It looks like the uh, the Warriors are, are going straight there to the championship again. Now, who will they face in the Eastern Conference? The Bucks uh, is looking like the number one team. I don't know yet. I mean, if like for sure if they're gonna make it. You know, like I, I can't confidently say that the Bucks are gonna win it all in the East. Um, you still have the, the Celtics, and and that's that's my favorite team, and I, I think that I expect the Celtics to get it together and maybe move up to the third or definitely above the the uh, the Pacers. I expect them to catch the Pacers, um, maybe even the Raptors and uh, the Bucks, but we'll see. I think the Raptors would be a bad matchup for the the Celtics though in the playoffs, um, and then the, you know the Bucks I think are a very good team. Sorry, I was yawning there, huh? But um, I think the Celtics definitely, if they got matched up against the 76ers, um, that would be a, a very good matchup for the Celtics. I mean, the Celtics have been taking um, taking the 76ers to the bank. Uh, they've been they've been they've been taking care of business against them lately. Um, I forgot the record the record for um, them playing against the 76ers. So. You know, um, the the East is looking like and it's going to be an interesting battle there uh, for the you know top seed and then also for, you know in the playoffs. The West is going to be interesting as well, um, especially the playoff pitcher with you know with the, the Lakers. You know what's crazy is the the Mavericks. They they it feels like the the Mavericks are doing really really well right now, but um, they're they're twelfth in the twelfth seed right now. Um, I got to go see them play several times this season. All, it was all, you know, very fun experiences. I enjoyed going to see the Mavericks play. Um, you know, I don't know if if the the Mavericks are gonna able to 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 catch um, the eighth spot, but it looks unlikely right now. Um, the Suns. That was really surprising to me to see the Suns um, them do this this horrible this season because they have DeAndre Ayton and they have um, Devin Booker, two really good players. Um, it just it doesn't look like the Suns are in the right direction. I don't know what's going on. They have lost fifteen. Um, they have lost fifteen games uh, in a row right now. They're zero and ten in the last ten games, obviously, and they're four of twenty six um, away. They're seven and twenty two at home. Jeez, wow, that's crazy. And they're one and twelve in their division. So they're not doing well at all. And so they need they need something. Um, they they might even get their the number one pick. You never know. Um, the Knicks are looking at. It looks like the Knicks are probably going to get the number one pick. Um, possibly um, we'll see though. Uh, we're not really sure how that will all turn out. But you know this has been a, a fun season so far. Um, some of my favorite points of the season. Um, 
just um, being able to watch uh, the Warriors play with that with their new big five there. The good grief! They have uh, Steph Curry, obviously the point guard position. Clay Thompson, shooting guard, small forward. Uh, Kevin Durant, then Draymond Green, power forward and center. They have Boogie Cousins, um, and Boogie is obviously he. This was a crazy blockbuster signing. I mean, like the 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 Pelicans did re-sign him this in the off season, so he. He went over and signed a, a minimum, uh, a minimum contract with the Warriors, which the social media blew up. I mean, it was crazy, and um, I just remember thinking that there's just no way. I didn't believe it at first, and I looked, you know, looked on uh, ESPN, saw that it was true. Um, couldn't believe it, but um, you know, they're playing really well together. So I don't know if the Warriors can be stopped. I don't know now if they do lose. I mean, the the only explanation is the Warriors just played that bad. But the thing is, is the Warriors can still play bad and still win. You know, they don't have to play excellent to win a ball game. In, in, in the NBA, you have to play well, usually, to win a game, but not with the Warriors. Um, with them, KD can have a terrible game, and then Clay go off, and the staff play mediocre. Or De- DeMarcus Cousins, Boogie Cousins, go off, or, uh, you know, just you know, you can just you have all these different dynamics there. Draymond is is always a good defender, but he's you know not very much in the offense uh, scoring wise. He's a good ball facilitator. Um, he is not. I think I think he might be at risk of being sent on his way. <laughs> I think I really think so. Um, I, I, if I had to pick one that's going to be first to gone, be gone. Uh, right now, it would be either KD or Draymond. I don't think Clay is going to be gone. I think Clay is going to be. I think he's going to stay. I think Steph's going to stay um, for sure too. Um, I think the rest of the guys are um, probably going to say Iggy and then uh, Livingston. But Demarcus is not going to be there next season. The Warriors have already come out and said they can't sign him, resign him. They don't have enough money for that. And then uh, KD is obviously going to be. Uh, at risk of being, them being, I, but he might even stay. I don't know. I mean, and if Draymond left uh, at some point, um, and the, the rest stayed, I, th- I think it'd be. I think they'd be fine. They would just need to get another big man um, and or another power forward or something. Hey, they can get AD now. That would be insane. If they got AD, just pack your bags. It's done. We're, I mean, you can just forget about LeBron. Winning in himself another championship with like you know in his career and then a, a first one with the Lakers. So, but anyway, well, this has been a fun uh, time to discuss the NBA with you. In honor of the NBA All Star Weekend, uh, we have plenty more to talk about, I'm sure. So I'll try to do this maybe every once in a while. Um, it'll mostly be about basketball. Um, so I don't even know if I'd call it a sports edition of Calsey's conversations. It's more of a you know, basketball edition. So we'll see, you know, I mean, I might throw in a different topic, a different sport uh, every now and then. So if you're not really into basketball, this might not be the best, you know, podcast for you to listen to this, this episode, but you know what? Um, Hey, if you just like listening to me talk, that's fine too, which is probably not the case. Probably not, but whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, to be able to just talk and be able to do this. I like, I enjoy talking into a mic it's fun. I enjoy it. You know, hey, it's all good. After this, though, I'm about to record another episode here in a little while, in about an hour or so, actually, probably about 
and um, I'm going to be discussing another topic, but it's going to be a uh, completely different subject. We're going to be, um, I'll uh, save that topic for when we, uh, me and my friend Stephen Klaus, when we when he comes on. Uh, I believe he's he's supposed to be. Uh, doing this next podcast episode with me. So this is a bonus one. Hope you enjoyed it. And I pray that the Lord blesses you this week. Um, pray that you're safe as well, that you're not, uh, while listening to this, not screaming because you heard my opinion about Michael Jordan LeBron um, and therefore getting into a wreck. Um, but I also hope that you uh, are able to tune in for the rest of the NBA season if you enjoy basketball and enjoy it. Um, So anyway, you'll have a great week, and I'll see you next time.